Welcome to the KFA Podcast, where our mission is to keep faith alive by kicking ass. All right, Summer Miller, thank you for joining us on the KFA Podcast. And this is our first time meeting officially yeah. in person. Um, and so I, I just want to start by like learning more about you. Like who is Summer Miller? All right. Is that the question? Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. Well, I'll start with a mom and a wife. Okay. So I've been married for 25 years. Congratulations. Thank you. That's a big milestone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure how I'm old enough to be married that long, but I am. <laughs> Um, four kids. We've got two out of the house, two still in the house. Almost two in high school. We've got one in um, middle school still, but about to be in high school. So, mm-hmm. getting close to the finish line with kids. Yeah. Um, I am a avid horse person. So okay. I own horses and love horses and ride competitively on a drill team in wow. the area. Uh, so that's my hobby, and yeah, love doing real estate. So it's kind of a part of who I am for sure just what I do so when did you first like officially get into real estate so 2019 January of 2019 I got my license just in time for the craziness of COVID and all the seasons yeah 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 what's your experience been like so far and where did you start directly on Harris's team yeah okay Yeah. yeah I did so a little background on that I worked in banking for 15 years okay and I was doing um financial crimes division at U.S. Bank doing okay. um, project management stuff. And I just had gotten to wow. a point where I was pretty bored mm-hmm. um, had, and just wasn't really feeling like continuing to climb the corporate ladder. Sure. Uh, was in the middle of purchasing the home I live in now with Harris's team. So Harris was my real estate agent before I ever wow. got into real estate. We'd, I think we bought at least two homes with him and then we're in the process of trying to sell and, and buy maybe more than that, actually. But anyways, <laughs> uh, so we had known Harris for a long time mm-hmm. and my husband had worked with him doing mortgages and just really like we really liked Harris like, yeah. as a person. And so we were in the middle Who of this doesn't? purchase. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, in the middle of this purchase. And he had at that time built his team. So we had started working with him before he built a team. And I just remember seeing wow. um, photos or updates on Facebook and new team member added. I'm like, that should have been me. Mm. Like that should, cause I had talked to him about doing real estate a long time ago. And I was just like, Ugh, I don't want to, I didn't, I didn't feel brave enough to step away from my job yeah. that had all of our benefits and sure. you know, kind of security. So I didn't make the move, but as I saw him building his team, I was like, that should be me. That should be me. And mm-hmm. so, Anyhow, we were doing this transaction. Every person that I worked with, so we worked with multiple people on his team at that time. I just was noticing how happy they were and how yeah. like much they enjoyed Can't their job. Can't fake that. <laughs> no, how much they enjoyed their job and just like the whole transaction was. It wasn't an easy transaction. There was some stuff on our side, on the buy side, that was a little bit stressful, but they just made it so easy and so like yeah. comforting to go through. And I was like, you know what? I just need to do this and. Mm-hmm. So I knew if I was going to get into real estate, and I told Harris this when I talked to him, that if I if I make this move, I'm either going to work for you or I'm going to work for somebody else, but you want me to work for you. And right. I knew really at my, in my heart I didn't want to work for anybody else sure. <laughs> or with anybody else. So um, just his character and stuff was a draw yeah. for me that I was like, I want to be aligned with somebody who I know has integrity. And 
So right. anyway, yeah, I started out on his team. Thank goodness he hired me. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, and I think we were, we were joking around before this, but like that, you know, is in terms of, I, I feel like that's the team that everybody wants to be on. Um, I know when we had Harris on here, he was talking about how many people reach out and it doesn't sound like, maybe you know a little bit more, but you guys aren't trying to maybe grow super large in terms of more agents or anything like that. It, I don't think that's the focus yeah. of our team. I think our focus is definitely like servicing our clientele. And yeah. so I feel like if that grew to a point where we couldn't service them well, then it would be a focus. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, we are doing a pretty kick-ass job right now yeah, no with kidding. what we have. And so, you know, right. It's hard to don't, don't, and, don't yeah. uh, change what doesn't need to be fixed. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'd love to learn more from your perspective because, you know, I, I, I think Harris is a humble guy, a very humble guy and won't toot his own horn, but no. being on the inside of, yeah. of the team and the operation, like what are some of the things that you've, you've learned that maybe a lot of agents haven't had the pleasure to learn um, in this business, even maybe people who have been licensed for 10, 15, 20 years. Man, that's a tough question. Um, because this is the only thing I've ever known, sure. right? Yeah. When I started in real estate, and I do realize how blessed I am that mm -hmm. like this has been my experience. I feel like I'm like my perspective is a little bit off because I don't know any different. Yeah. And so I get that. you know, um, there have been agents that I've worked with that I'm like, man, they need some training, you know, yeah. as far as like, that's never how I would do it. That's <laughs> not how I learned how to do it. So sure. I think there's definitely some, some things that like are unique to Harris and the way that he trains and mentors. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just hard for me to even like yeah. grasp what that is because it's all I've ever known. Yeah. Um, but I have learned a ton just you know, starting in real estate, I didn't start out in sales. I wasn't doing sales. Um, okay. So let's, you know. yeah, let's talk about that. Where, what was your first <laughs> kind of immediate experience for six months? Like, um, well before he hired me, which is, it's amazing that he even actually hired me when we were just <laughs> talking at the time. Um, he did a, uh, we did, um, a shoot, what do you call it? Uh, like, you know, like a call where you're like, hi, I'm a, customer what do you call like this? role play yeah type, type um and so oh my gosh it was really rough it was bad like I think I cried after we got off the phone oh, so no. I was like I'm not gonna be good at this like I don't know what I'm doing and that was so bad and like he was good at coaching me through it but like we kind of joke about it now because like the you know yeah. difference now and just being able to have those conversations with people but mm -hmm. it was it was bad um so just even learning like how to have that confidence and lead a conversation and as sure. far as like this you know aspect of life goes yeah. um it's, it's been a big learning curve for me because i just didn't come from a background of sales so um yeah. but he you know we do those every monday we you know talk and meet and we you know practice those skills and it's amazing that That's you, great. it's true. You get better at what you practice. And, yeah, <laughs> so for sure. That I've come definitely a long ways in that. Um, I had a, a lot of good people skills already. Um, I worked in administration for a long time, so sure. I had those kind of skills, I think. Uh, but I do, I look back and I'm like, I don't know what he saw in me. Cause when I look back, I'm like, man, I was, it was rough. Like, <laughs> I was well, this, but the skills can be trained, right? The, yeah. the type of person, the quality of their character yeah. can't. And so I, I'd yeah. imagine that's probably why. Yeah. 
But so uh, let's, I kind of want to talk a little bit about last year and because a lot of, a lot of realtors had a tough time. A lot of just professionals in this business struggled. Um, I, I only get to see the, the highlights on, you know, and it seems like you guys were doing pretty good selling a lot of homes still. Um, yeah. But what was last year like for you? Were there challenges that, um, that maybe you hadn't faced before? Um, I, I mean, I think for everybody, you know, it was, there were some different challenges, obviously with the rates kind of going, mm-hmm. you know, skyrocketing almost felt like overnight. Yeah. A lot of the people that were, you know, wanting to become home buyers that had to back out because they just, you know, felt like they couldn't afford the payments or whatever it was. And it's, yeah. I think it's Some just bigger hurdles and obstacles, yeah. Yeah. you know, for even just me, uh, you know, for my clients, like I'm bummed for them, you know, that they can't like make that dream come true because of the situation with, sure. you know, rates and stuff. So that was, you know, always a challenge and just having to watch people be disappointed and just yeah. kind of feel like this isn't going to happen for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a, a challenge, but um, you know, I think our team is so like connected, you know, we're a small team, yeah. we're like family. Totally. Um, I got asked the other day, like why be on a team? And it was like, that's, I mean, why not? Like yeah. we're, we're so close. We're like a family. Um, so we just really stayed connected. So through even a lot of those challenges where it was like, yeah, things might be slower, you know, mm-hmm. um, we have maybe buyers backing out or whatever, um, or just kind of stepping away from the market for now. Yeah. I think that the, you know, the biggest thing was just, um, same positive, like through that, right. it really didn't feel like a bad year. Yeah. I mean, I I just, yeah, it didn't really feel like a bad year. I mean, I know it was slower and it was, you know, less people, but like buying, but I think, you know, um, personally, I had a lot of stuff going on personally too. My daughter got married last year in the summertime. And so that it was, it honestly was like, kind of nice like to sure. not have as well, much to juggle. And so, well, that's, then the season prior, and that's kind of where I was leading to also like, yeah. you know, that and I want to focus on this because from the time you started, it's been kind of like a whipsaw of different real, like you saw the polarity in two yeah. vastly different markets and techniques and objections. And I mean, so do you, do you think that the season beforehand was a little bit more challenging with so many offers, uh, the craziness COVID, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, personally, I feel like it probably was, it was less normal. Like it yeah. was, you know, very much, it felt like a race, you know? Totally. Totally. <laughs> so it's just mean. like, we gotta like do this. We gotta do this. We gotta do this. And now it feels like you can, you know, take your time a little bit more with mm-hmm. people and help them make, you know, decisions that they want to make. Not yeah. because they're like, Ooh, I really need to. I mean, right. I think that, you know, the people who bought in, well, I know like clients of mine who bought in say 2019, they're like, thank God I bought in 2019. Right. And, it uh, seems even, to be the reoccurring current uh, yeah. occurrence. Yeah. I don't know if that's a, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, everybody seems to like, oh, I wish I would have, I wish yeah. I would have. Yeah. The market's been doing that. Yeah. But. So, and even the people that, you know, I helped that bought in, you know, 2020, 2021, 2022, they're, they're thankful that they bought even, yeah. you know, even then, even though it was a little bit crazier of, of times, but yeah, I think personally it was a little bit more challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, just, sure. you know, yeah, the race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it can get tiresome and it's really yeah. difficult sometimes when you have clients that, you know, their budget doesn't allow them to go so much higher and yeah. you, 
you have to keep their energies <laughs> up yeah. a little bit through disappointment. Um, yeah. But and I, w- I will say this: I, I think being on this team that you're on probably helps a lot in that and competitive environment because you know it does matter who's on the other side of that transaction and everybody loves working with Harris and everybody on their team on his team so yeah it's definitely that is 100% true I um I I had one where I was having a hard time getting an agent to like talk to me um and so I was like you know, I think he was going through some stuff and he was busy. And then um, he didn't hear my introduction. Like when I call somebody, I'm like, this is Summer from Harris Realty Group with mm. Keller Williams. And he didn't actually hear me say that. But then once he figured out that I was on Harris's team, it was like a totally different agent. <laughs> and I was like, thank you, Harris. Oh, like, my Thank gosh. you so much. But he was like, Man. oh, I love Harris. Like they were buddies. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, we'll make this work. We'll make this work. And I was like, we could we could have made it work even if it was just me, if I would have been on another team. Like sure. the client had the means to make whatever he needed to work. But he, yeah. you know, it wasn't like I got more attention once he knew like I was mm-hmm. with Harris's team. So it I think it that's just help. a testament to how much he's helped yeah. so many people selflessly yes. in this business. Yeah. I mean, he helped. I, I was 18 years old, and I had lost two listing appointments in a row. The only two I had lost at the time, um, <laughs> and they were both to Harris. And so oh, I, I, I had heard a lot about Harris, and so I called him up, and he met me for coffee. And, you know, I, at that time, um, it was probably the first time I realized, like, because I would look at people like, you're my competition, and I, mm-hmm. I'm a competitive, come from sports, and all of that. Mm-hmm. and But he sat down and not just gave me time, but like shared his playbook with me. And, and it like opened my eyes to, wow, like collaboration really is important. And the people who are selflessly sharing their, their playbook and, and just wanting to see others succeed. I mean, there's a reason why, you know, why the, the team is so respected. So, yeah. No, yeah. I think that's one of his biggest, um, just, one of the things I like most about him mm-hmm. is that he loves seeing people around him succeed. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're in competition with him or not. Like he, it's just something that drives him and lo- like, he loves to see that. And it's very genuine and, totally. you know, it goes to clients, competition, mm-hmm. people on his team, you know, friends, whatever it is, like, that's just something that he, right. it's just, it comes from within. It's or, just you a, know, co- you can't fake that. It's just yeah. a core value yeah. characteristic. Yeah. yeah. And that kind of stuff is contagious. Right. You know what I mean? Like being around 100%. people like that is contagious. So mm-hmm. I think that's, is a big reason why our team is successful. Um, you know, because we kind of have that wish for all of our clients, mm-hmm. um, even, and, and then just the people around us, like it's, you know, they say unhappiness is contagious and happiness yeah. is contagious. And it's true. It's like that positive spirit that, you know, mm-hmm. giving and being generous with your time, with your gifts and with your talents and skills. Like it's, it's definitely contagious. Like I think I've become a more giving person just being around Harris. Wow. More. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And I think it's uh, probably the greatest compliment to him that a past client not only keeps coming back, <laughs> but comes and works with them. And um, what are what are your guys's, I guess, both, I would love to hear about team too, but your like personal goals. I mean, it doesn't even have to be business, but like for 2024, I mean, can't believe it's already February, but uh, what are your big goals this year? I mean, my motto this year was to take every opportunity. Yeah. So mm-hmm. last year, like I said, I had a lot of stuff that was going on. I had a really heavy competition schedule with my drill team. And then I, mm-hmm. my daughter got getting married and stuff. So I, we had a lot of stuff going on last year. My um, grandpa who lived with us passed away. So there was just a mm-hmm. lot. I'm um, sorry. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, anyway, so 
it was, you know, there were opportunities that I passed up last year just because I didn't really have the time for it, sure. um, you know, personally. And so this year, my motto is, you know, to, um, I have a few different, but just, just take every opportunity. Mm-hmm. So if something comes across my desk or on my phone or, you know, yeah. to me, it's it's been really, I'm just trying to grab all those opportunities. Yeah. Um, Stay in curiosity, kind yeah. of see where it goes. And, yeah, 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 absolutely. So, um yeah, I, I mean, honestly, that's just kind of the heart of, of my goals this year. Um, I mean, if we're talking over, you know, overview of goals. Um, and really, um, I have a sticky note that I put on my whiteboard at my desk. It's mm-hmm. like, you, in six months from now, you can either have excuses or results. And so that's what I just like look at every single day. Yeah. And, you know, it can be hard to stay motivated sometimes to right. to put the work in and to do the activities that it requires to be successful in this mm-hmm. business. And, you know, there's days where you don't feel like talking to anybody. Right. But, you know, oh, yeah. seeing that on my whiteboard, it's like, yep, I don't want to have excuses. I want to mm-hmm. have results. So it's yeah, just, just staying fun. consistent on those days yeah. where you don't always feel like putting in the hard work. Um, yeah. what, what, so what are your, um, I guess, pillars of, of business and what are those activities like for you that, that you must stick to, to, um, to it's been, you know, it's been a little different each year that I've been in the business because the the business has changed a lot every every season so this year I'm really focusing on uh knowing more people and just being in front of people you know um getting to know you know more people through either just I mean I'm pretty connected through the horse world so I've right I do a lot of social stuff I'm pretty social so I like to like you know, go out and meet people and stuff like that. So that's just something that I'm, I'm taking more opportunities. Like Mm -hmm. if it comes across my desk again, like I'm like, okay, I'll go to that function or I'll go to that. Just meet more people, get to know people differently, like ask more questions and, Mm -hmm. you know, get to know people in a different way. Um, so being in front of people, um, just making, you know, a phone call a week, even, you know, like a small goal, like, I don't always do that. And so this, you know, sometimes it's like, I don't even have time to think. Like I have like a phone call to people you care about. Yeah. People I care about, like, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe it's a friend or maybe it is a past client and I have an opportunity that I want to run by them, Mm -hmm. you know, like, um, it just, it really will depend on the week kind of, but yeah. it's like at least talking, I'm, I'm so much like, I want to text people Sure. that this year I've been like, nope, you got to make a phone call. You got to actually talk to a real person. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's like so hard sometimes. To I love how that. Harris put me on to the whole voice notes and, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and once he started doing, it, I was like, okay, that's, that's actually not that weird. Yeah. And so I, I, um, I'm, I'm with you though on the phone call thing. And I think for me, it's sometimes it's like, I'm so busy and like, what if mm-hmm. this conversation goes for 30 minutes? Yeah. But like retraining yourself, like, no, that's a, it's actually a good thing to be able to have long conversations with people you care about. I've been doing more of that too. Um, For me, it's more every morning I, it's usually when I'm driving on my way to work, I just, I I wouldn't say maybe it's not really a prayer, but I'm more just like, go like, who comes to my mind and I not scripted, not off a sheet of my hundred relationships that I need to touch or whatever, just who's coming to my mind. And Man, some really cool things have come from that. Just calling someone and they're like, you're not going to believe this, but like whatever the scenario is. And like that, I was just thinking about you or like this timing is crazy. That stuff's starting to trip me out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, And then if you don't, if you don't have maybe as much time, even just trying to drop Mm -hmm. a voice note 
and yeah. send it to someone. Yeah, I think that but. that personal touch of like either is some Harris is big on videos too. Yeah. So when yeah, I first does. you know started doing this, I was like, oh, nobody wants to see my face. Like, I don't <laughs> want to send a video. Like, it's then I gotta put makeup on. Like all the excuses, right? <laughs> like this is not. I don't want to do this, but it, it does make a difference. I feel like you know, like that little bit of a personal touch, and even yeah. with the voice memo, like it's so. We've gotten so used to just texting and having that just be our main mode of conversation. And it is easy and it's fast and it's like, Mm -hmm. it it works. But I think there is something, you know, to get back to that more personal side of people. Like, I think Mm -hmm. that's, you know, important. So I think, I think that's awesome that you're doing that. Yeah. I'm trying to. It's it's always so yeah. difficult when it's not on your calendar, when you're busy, when you're going 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and and like for me, it's it's honestly more personal relationships, like my grandparents, and and you know yeah. less business relationships. But yeah. Um, so I want to learn more about your is it equestrian? I don't know mm-hmm. much about yeah. horses. My wife is huge into horses. <laughs> uh, I've always told her I grew up on a quad, not a horse. So. <laughs> but uh, I want to. Yeah. Can you share more about? how you got into that like I'd love to know all the things yeah okay um so I I grew up my grandpa was a a rancher a cattle rancher and so I kind of grew up in that world but my parents divorced and so we kind of like pulled away but I was always the kid who was like trying to find a way to be around horses yeah uh and so it wasn't until I was a teenager that I really got back into being around horses regularly Mm -hmm. um through my now husband, his dad had horses and okay. we were dating. And so, um, you I guys started, started dating out. when you were teenagers. Yeah. 16. Okay. So yeah, we've been together forever. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I met my wife uh, sophomore year high yeah. school. So yeah. I mean, it works. we're hitting 10 years this year. Yeah. So, not married, not married, no. but yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's a long time. Oh man. But yeah. so did, and you competitively, like, what does that look like? Yeah. And so treat me like someone who does not know anything about this, this world. <laughs> okay. So it was about, I think this is my fourth year on the team. So, um, I, it's actually started out with my daughter. This is my daughter's fault, really. Oh, really? Because my, my oldest daughter, um, she's 22 now, but when she was in high school, we, um, had, I had gotten back into horses, started leasing. And then I like, so you can rent a horse basically. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're into that side of things, sure. but, uh, it was like the way for me to like get connected back with that, like piece of me that I felt like was yeah. missing. Cause I had like raised my kids and I mean, not all the way, but spent like probably 15 years not doing anything horse related. And I was like, I need to get back to that. It's like yeah. a piece of me that I feel like yeah. is missing. And so I started out that way. Then we bought a horse and then we got another horse and then, um, it just snowballed from there. But now we live on a ranch with a <laughs> barn and four horses. The whole lifestyle. Kids. Yeah. Um, don't get my husband, don't ask him questions about this because his story will be a lot different. Um, but anyways, mm. he's, uh, yeah, he has, he get, he has to do all the farm work and yeah, you know, yeah. he doesn't get all the fun stuff. So, yeah. but anyway, so competition, um, I joined the team four years ago. My daughter started out doing high school equestrian and okay. so she, the high school equestrian, they do like all the events. They do cattle, right. uh, sorting, dobbing they do um like performance events so um like reining and um like horsemanship and they do in hand stuff and mm. so they do like a whole they have right. jumping and like they kind of represent like all of the facets of like sure equestrian the equestrian right. world that you can compete in and mm-hmm. one of those was drill and so she joined mm. the drill team and i was like fascinated um with it it was it's just so cool and so i was like oh that's really cool i want to do that mm-hmm. i joined another team at the time um when she was doing high school and it was really just really hard to do 
my thing and her yeah, thing. Like a high school equestrian was really time consuming. So anyhow, she graduated and you have to be 18 to even try out for this team that's um, local. So it's called Latigo and Lace. And okay. they've been around for probably, I think we're maybe 30 years in or something oh, like wow. that. It started out as a girls' youth team. So the girls that – some of the girls <laughs> are still on the team that started out on it oh at, like, gosh. 10 years old or something and like that. And just kept it going. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah. So um, anyway, so it's like a six-week tryout process. Wow. Yep. And okay. it's two hours uh, every, every Tuesday night. You're on horseback. And, yeah, it was a pretty rigorous. And the year that her and I tried out together – so we waited until she graduated and then we tried out together – um, there was, I think, uh, three spots and there were like six people trying out. Okay. And so it was pretty like competitive. <laughs> it was, it was intense, really intense. And in, anyway, so her and I did end up making it, um, on well, the team good. together. So that was, that really could cool. have been awkward. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like I knew though, honestly, she's better, much better than I am, like, yeah. you know? And so <clears throat> I knew like, she's definitely a shoe in for the team. Like sure. and she, I wanted her to make it, you know, and I would have been sad if I hadn't made it, but it was really exciting that we made it. And then one of my best friends was also trying out at the time. So it was like, I was like competing oh, with man. her too. So yeah. she also made it. Um, so it was pretty Couldn't cool. worked out better. Then. Nope. Yeah. It was, Are you guys was, all like, on perfect. the team still? So my daughter is no longer on the okay. team. So she knew she was getting married last year. So she stepped down. Um, gotcha. So we rode together, I think for two seasons and, and that was really special, really cool. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, she stepped down when she the year that she knew she was going to get mm. married and knew wanted to focus on that, which yeah. I love, and that's good for her. So, um, so yeah, I've, um, my friend is still riding on the team too, so mm. we're still still doing it. So it's yeah. Has this blossomed into you doing some equestrian properties? Yeah, definitely. Specialty. Um, yeah, I mean that's kind of like I this like my, my jam. Like I love mm. you know property and you know helping people that have acreage i get it i understand what yeah. it takes to have a functional and it's a total yeah niche like yeah for sure yeah so there's been a i've done a few i'd love to do more um i've done a few equestrian properties and yeah it's definitely something i have a passion for and love and mm -hmm. would love to do more of and yeah yeah so but I mean, you have the network, so I'm sure yeah. that you're bound to continue For sure. yeah. serving those clients. And yeah. um, I just want to kind of rewind um, a little bit, and I'd love to hear like some of the challenging moments because obviously <laughs> everything we could go on and on about how awesome yeah. I'm sure your experience is on the team. But like in real estate, we know there's tons of highs and lows and difficult moments, tough yeah. conversations. Can you think of the most challenging thing you've you faced so far? I mean. I am like a deep feeler. So like, mm. you know, like when yeah. something's like going south, I feel it like pretty deeply. So Harris knows. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's definitely there's been some challenging stuff. I'm trying to think of like a, anything that stands out. Yeah. Um, I mean, probably, you know, it's, it never is fun when you have a client that's like, I need to make a rescission or, yeah. you know, things like that. Um, <laughs> for me, honestly, like. I think it's just like being rejected is like my, like I just yeah. like, I will stew on that for days. Um, mm. if something doesn't work out or if I feel like there's a weird vibe with a client that I sure. just closed on and I'm like, why? Like what? Like, I think mm. I did everything right. Um, those are to me the most challenging things. Like the conversations I have with my clients and, um, I, I really feel like for me, they're pretty easy to navigate. I, yeah. um, actually had a client today that felt like they needed to, 
step back away from the transaction and like mm-hmm. I don't that stuff I don't ever take personally it's just like right. hey you know what sure. is there is there a problem here that we can solve mm-hmm. for you if so let me try to solve the problem for you and if not that's okay and like so I never like I don't get that you know attached to the outcomes necessarily it's more like the personal side of it for me where I'm yeah. like do they like me or they you know do they want to work with me again sure. or, and, and the I majority of my clients yeah definitely like I mm-hmm. have like really good vibe with but there's that like mm-hmm. you know once a year you get that client they're just like what did i do yeah um or no. the weird ones that you know you're like i probably avoided with. yeah <laughs> that you just like feel like i've had a few of like just um interesting like maybe they would have locked me in their trunk and like <laughs> you know like <laughs> that was probably yeah out there, for so sure. um those ones you know but they're i find those kind of entertaining um so the challenging stuff for me is more so like, is everything like g- good? I'm like, are we good? Like it's the mm-hmm. interpersonal stuff that yeah. like, I just why aren't they? Like, why are they ghosting happy. me? Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff. I get that. It's I like remember I was probably only a few months in the business. Um, I started when I was 18, so I was yeah, really I was young. young. I still look at my picture now and I'm like, who in the world trusted <laughs> me with this? Like that's crazy. I was yeah. so young. Um, but I remember there was a client, uh, and it was one of like the few buyers I had. And, um, uh, and so I was driving all the way down to Beaverton to show them homes. I knew nothing about Beaverton in the area. Um, and I made so many trips down there for like probably four or five months. Mm -hmm. And then they had called me up and, and they told me on the phone, they were like, yeah, we're going to go with a different realtor. We just think you're too young. Mm. And I replied real quickly and I said, well, I'm five months older than when you started working with me. Like, <laughs> what awesome. the heck? You, like, you know how much gas I've wasted. Um, but yeah, like that hit me for a long time because I, I just, it was one of, it was so early. But from that moment, I've never had anybody say that to me before. Yeah. Um, but it hurt because it was like, man, am I going to be able to do this if yeah. this is what people think? Especially something you don't have any control over. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I lied to him too and said I was like, they asked me my age. I was like, I'm almost 21. <laughs> like 18 is pretty close to 21, right? <laughs> almost there. The almost thing. there. Yeah. <laughs> like that made any difference. But yeah. um, so yeah. so probably more on the personal side for challenges and just feeling like you want to, maybe if a client doesn't, like just, the, and I, I'm sure there's probably not many clients who actually didn't like you or yeah. or anything like that but just the questioning of yeah. what did yeah. I do something wrong yeah or the deals that you don't get you know the, the listing appointments that you lose mm. through the other realtor yeah. like well what did they do you know that I didn't do I've had some of those where you mm. know like I remember a property one and this was I think during COVID and I wore mm. a mask to the appointment and the other agents that got it didn't wear a mask. And I knew that was oh why they got the deal. Gosh. Like, I knew it. And I was like, ah. Oh. Like, oh, yes. Know? That season like, was whatever. so weird. Yeah. I, I, like, I do remember it, that, too. It bothered me. But I was like, it is what it is. Like, it just, there's, you know. Well, it, that was such a weird thing, too. Because, like, we're taught <laughs> to kind of mirror and match and yeah. build rapport that way. And yeah. you show up to, you know, your first yeah. first appointments with people you don't know. And it's like, do I wear it or not? And people are so polarized around this stupid topic. Oh man, that's, that hurts. Yeah, I get that. But, um, what, uh, what are some of the best things you've overcome so far? Hmm. I know you were talking about scripts and stuff like that, but, um, just like where have you experienced the most growth where maybe you thought that you wouldn't be able to do it? 
I'd, I think confidence in mm. my abilities. You know, like I said, I didn't come from a sales background at all. And I, it was, I've always been successful at whatever I like did for work or whatever, but mm -hmm. this was very new to me and just, you yeah. know, not coming. I was worried when I started, like, what if I'm not good at this? And like, everybody was like patting me on the back and being like, you're going to do great. You're going to be so good at this. Mm -hmm. And I was pretty sure I'd be okay, but I also didn't know. And I was like, what if I'm not? And then all these people are like, right. how, how come you suck? Like, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, cause I had, you know, I even, I remember having a conversation with my husband cause like, I was so stressed out about the test. Like, I, oh, yeah. you know, I was so stressed out about the test. And now I look back and I'm like, that was kind of silly thing to be stressed out about. Mm -hmm. And I passed my first time and then um, like, but I remember like crying, like just crying because I was like so stressed out. And I was like, will you still love me if I don't pass? Like, and he was like, of like, course. Yeah, like, babe, you can retake <laughs> it for another, it's just a hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but it was oh. just that feeling of like going into something I didn't know not being confident in my skill set mm -hmm. and like yeah just not really knowing what to expect like i'm i am somebody who likes to like know like what's coming what to expect mm -hmm. that kind of thing so not knowing what to expect i think those you know my confidence i think has definitely been the thing that's probably grown the most just you know and yeah. and also i think when i first started <laughs> harris can attest to this because i'd be like wow what if they ask this question what if they ask this question what if they mm -hmm. ask this question and he'd be like just answer them like yeah. <laughs> so, um but i think i it was i was in my head a lot of like what if they ask something that i don't know the answer to yeah and then i look stupid and they don't want to work with me because i don't know the answer to that because i don't have the experience you know sure. that he has and so um you know i don't i don't feel like those times they ever even came it was more of a thing in my head that i was afraid right. of happening but mm -hmm. it didn't really ever happen and you know it's, this is a hard business to be like, well, I don't know. Let me ask somebody else. Sure. Like, it's, you know, in my other careers, like, I could do that so easily. Like, I don't yeah, know the answer you, to that. You don't want to fake out. it either yeah. and give them something that. Right. And that's not who I am. So about. I was like, what do I do in that case? Like, I, I don't know, you know. So it, is a, it isn't the easiest business to be like, you know, I'm not sure about that. Um, it really, too, depends on the clientele that you're working with sometimes, mm. too. Like, you really have to read the people that's another area of growth like reading people and yeah. knowing people better right harris is great at that and mm -hmm. he's great at coaching how to mm -hmm. do that and so i think you know getting a better feel for who it is you're working with and what their needs are mm -hmm. has been an area of real growth for me just you know being able to figure that out pretty quickly in yeah. a conversation and being like okay this is what they need from me mm -hmm. and this is what i'll provide for them that's yeah. Yeah. Not something that I knew about before. Yeah. Well, no. And it's, it's really cool. Cause I experienced that same thing. Just even just being young, like mm -hmm. I, I'm way more confident in all areas of my life now because, mm -hmm. <laughs> because I was 18 trying to yeah. convince a 45 year old to sell with me. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. and, um, yeah, I mean, it's not something you plan for, but it's cool to see who you become in the process too. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, any, any last words of wisdom to maybe your fellow, realtors in, in our community who have been struggling um any pieces of advice for those people because there are there's a lot of people hurting still yeah um, 
I mean, the biggest advice that I would give is just surround yourself with positivity. Like, keep yeah. around the people who are positive influences in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, steer clear of, like, naysayers and the negativity. Yeah. I think that can bring you down so mm-hmm. fast. Like, even just listening to some podcasts that's like, mm-hmm. this is what's going to happen, you know, and it's yeah. like it's, like, not a good outcome. Or no, It's like I a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, it is. And I think just staying positive and, you know, I know it sounds very cliche and it's, you know, but it's so true. Like being mm. around the people that you're, you surround yourself, you know, that are your influence, that's yeah. who you become like. So mm. I'd say you need to really surround yourself with people who encourage you and yeah. are positive and, and then do the activities, like do mm-hmm. the work, you know, like don't have the excuses. Don't say you're too busy. Don't, you know, yeah. there's a million things that we all could say and do to yeah keep ourselves from actually being productive for sure but i think actually just doing it even if it's hard mm-hmm. you know like, well and i think like one thing that's tough for some people is may, it might not even be that they're surrounded by the wrong people but maybe they're going at this alone and yeah. um, i know you don't have the experience of being like a solo realtor but it I can get lonely <laughs> and yeah. when deals are falling apart or you're going through a tough stretch um i think where people start like not taking action is when they start thinking in their head, like, what's the point? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, and then they start going down that path of, you know, it, it's, it's, it didn't work last time. And the last hundred people I called or whatever, it's not moving the needle. So what's the point? And then they almost like kind of silently gave up ahead of time. Yeah. Um, so true. But that's, I mean, I love that you said that because as far as a community, and we're very big on that, like what we're trying to do with KFA is create more yeah. unity. And more people to lean on, especially for the people who don't have an amazing team that they're already on, of people that they naturally just get the benefit of leaning on each other and supporting each other. But Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think there are those agents out there, too, who've been in the business for, you know, a long time who would love to be, you know, a support to somebody who's maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, struggling or newer in the business. So, like, seek those people and, you know, they'll come to you if you're looking for that. Like, I feel like... If you're looking for that, it will mm-hmm. happen for you. And, yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people are either too scared or uh, maybe their they, their ego doesn't yeah. let them ask for help and just yeah. um, be a little bit more vulnerable when they are struggling. Because, mm-hmm. I, and I do agree, you know, the more we've been doing this, the more realtors I've met, the more people I've um, been involved around just even through the past year of what we're doing with KFA, the more I realize there's a lot of people out here who would love to help. And yeah. if they only knew you needed it. Yeah, so. that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. right. Well, I think that's good. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. That was a, I didn't die, so. No. (laughs)